I love that video more than I can even explain to you. I love, I love, because he's smiling the he's whole so time, happy. like the biggest smile. Nakanets ya vazreshayus domoy. What? Yeah, I, is that I, his name? I, no, it's ya uchnrad nakanets ya vazreshayun domoy. I, that was a whole lot of syllables. It, it's uh, I, I'm very glad that I have finally returned home. Is that, that what that means? Just, yeah, that's what the name of the song I assume is. Really? Yeah. That's Holy what it shit. says at the beginning of the video. Damn, you just fucking cracked that wide open. Hey, I uh, speak Russian, so <laughs> <laughs> that'll do it. If you have some Russian, I I could probably speak it. How do you say spinning pile driver in Russian? Uh, Zangief. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, dead and lovely <laughs> listeners, to a trolltastic installment of Dead and Lovely, your absolute favorite horror movie review podcast in all the where, well, the known multiverse, that's where we may have just filmed a video where we drink a ton of beers for the YouTube channel. (laughs) That's very true. Enjoy this episode. Hey. Steve, how you doing this week, man? I'm I'm excellent right now. Yeah? Uh, We've had several beers. Yes, we have. Uh, We've recorded... Uh, another episode of the podcast. Yes, we have. And then two videos. Yeah. Busyness. Yeah, it's great. All kinds of business. I, this I is love all because of me, man. This is all because of me. I'm fixing to be out and about, sowing my wild oats. Honestly, I could do this every week. I don't give a shit. I like doing things. I, I like too. making stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I think about people that have never made anything. Like, there, there's totally Sucks. people out yeah. there who have never made something. You know what? The That's thing strange. is, though, that, like, um, they... If they did it, like yeah. if you get to the point where you just do something, mm-hmm. they'd realize how much they can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're just a step away. All you have to do is just do it and don't care if it's bad. Yeah. It can be stupid. It can be bad or whatever. But then guess what? You can just make something better because yeah. you just realize how easy it is to make something. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. Yeah. So take the step. Just make something. I think so do it it's been a big old day it's just also been just a big old gloomy drizzly dreary oh my gosh. day yeah here it was Tennessee. the worst driving down here because it oh was like man. it was it was that point where it's like not rain yep where it's like you can't turn your windshield wipers on yeah. the right rhythm the low setting is too much but <laughs> You still need to do it about every yeah. like twenty seconds or yeah. so. Yeah. And then everybody's still driving the same speed they would normally, but it's like no the roads are like super wet. Yeah, really bad. You should probably slow down. This is one of the days where I was really happy when it got dark. Because I'm just like yeah. finally I don't have to fucking look at this shit. Yeah. Real gross. You know? It feels gross too. Because it's yeah. not cold enough. It's clammy like. It's clammy. You know? It is it feels like you're just like Hitting that point in the flu uh-huh. where you just feel yep. clammy. Where you feel damp and cold Ugh. all the time, even if you're warm. Yeah. It's not so it's good. perfect that we're talking about a movie set in kind uh, of is. Western yeah. Norway. Where it kind of looks like this a lot, yeah. I guess. That is not for me. I'm going to no. tell you that. That's not for me. How you been this week, Steve? You been good? I've been A-OK, man. Yeah? Yeah. What you been up to? You been busying yourself a little bit? What you been doing? I've been doing things. I've been writing yeah. uh, a little movie called Shark Cemetery. Shark Cemetery, <laughs> yeah. it's called. Yeah. I Well, I was working on something I've been working on for a long time, and I really just need it to be right. Yes. And the best way to make it right is to not look at it for a long time. You know, somebody... I, I once read a thing where somebody said creativity is like finding the Medusa. Uh-huh. 
You know, where yeah. if you look directly at yeah. that thing, you're toast. Mm-hmm. So it's like keeping that thing in your peripheral at all times yeah. is the only way to do battle with that thing. And I 1 million percent agree. Yeah. So know? I decided, I, I think the best thing to do, man, seriously, if you're having trouble with your masterpiece you're working on is to do something stupid. Yeah, sure. And to realize like, oh, right, something stupid will work as well. Yeah. So... It doesn't have to be a masterpiece. So I started writing a, a movie called Shark Cemetery. I'm on board. That is about uh, a bunch of sharks who get finned by some fishers who yeah, are yeah. fishing for you know shark fin soup, like you do. Uh huh. And they get finned, and then they all fall into this large sort of shark grave mass burial area, basically. Okay. Yeah. And nearby is a biochemical. Um, okay. Factory so that very, dumps a very bunch. trauma. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it is it is Return of the Living Dead meets Deep Blue Sea. Oh my! That's God. what I'm going for, and I want the sharks to look like the thing. I want them to be just fuck yeah. Because like I, the chemical not only brings it back to life, but also like deforms them, amalgamates them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I rapper want, is gonna be in it? Oh man! Uh, well, Chance the Rapper was good in in uh, Slice, so maybe okay. bring him in. Right. Chance the Rapper, give him a chance, huh? Yeah, give him a chance. Give I would chance love to chance. have. Yeah, actually, I would love to have Tyler the Creator though, because okay. I've seen. I mean, Tyler, he's he's had his own show. Mm-hmm. He's great, very entertaining. Yeah, I would. Lo- I think he would throw something very interesting into this stupid shark movie. Can I write a song on the soundtrack that's I don't want to be buried yes. in the shark cemetery <laughs> like yes. that? Oh my god, yes. Only it's like surf rock instead of punk like the Ramones. Fucking awesome. Yeah, Shark Cemetery. In like I, I like really I really see it as the way that I wish Deep Blue Sea had gone, which is the smart sharks just fucking destroy and then escape. The end. Yeah, Dunzo. <laughs> yeah, to set up every million sequel. Like, I, I would want Shark Cemetery 6. I want Shark Cemetery 12. I want Shark Cemetery to be the fucking... I want it to be the rallying point so we can get back to 80s uh, fucking ridiculous horror movies. Mega sequels. Yeah, yeah I yeah. want that. I want that again. I don't want. I don't want another sequel of uh, Happy Death Day. Uh huh. Like I don't need that. Too late. You got one. I know I got one, but I don't need it. No. What I need is something ridiculous. That's not Sharknado. I don't want it to be Sharknado. Right. I want it to be an 80s horror movie where the acting is fine. Sure. Where it's not you, you don't. It's not have, this character of yeah. yeah it's yeah, not yeah. like haha. We are pretending to act right. Yeah, like, yeah I want yeah, people yeah. actually acting. I want it to be stupid. I want there to be awesome kills. Corey Feldman. I want Corey Feldman to be in it. Double mint twins. <laughs> no, see now we're getting twins? now we're know. getting the parody again. Okay, all right. So Feldman not and the, the double, double mint twins. And Actually, yeah, that's the thing. I don't want to call back to some movie. Yeah, no, I, I don't want mean. it to be like, hey, LL Cool J showed up with his omelet recipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, <laughs> I want it. I want it to be its own thing. That's just you know very much derivative and campy, like the eighties. I'm on deck. <laughs> I think it sounds like a great idea. Yeah, it'd be fun. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, I mean, actually, the entire point is to just 
get the garbage out. I who said that? Get the Damn garbage it. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a writing technique. Okay, uh, T- tell me more because I, I like having techniques to break through this okay. you know, creative well, block and stuff. Sometimes uh, one of the main ideas is is free writing every free single writing. day, just sitting down and writing and not stopping for a period of time, just okay. writing, yeah. no matter what. Even if all you're writing is I don't know what to write, I don't know what to write, I don't know what to write, hmm. and then you keep writing and you write the stupid shit that comes into your head, and the the theory is. That you're getting the garbage out. You're just getting the shit oh, out wow. so you get to focus, to get to the point where you can focus on what you want to say. Well, it's kind of that, that idea that if you throw enough shit at the wall, something will stick. Exactly. It's like, but but if you sit around waiting for like, I wonder what'll stick. Yeah, it'll yeah, never fucking go. The more deep. you think about it, the yeah, less throw. anything will ever stick. But you know, the thing <laughs> is, is that that totally goes in line with what we've seen throughout history with so many artists of, of various kinds whether it's authors and musicians or filmmakers mm. that we see where it's like okay when you think about prince for example right and i'll even go with somebody a little bit more friendly and well accepted i'll, I'll go with prince or stevie wonder okay. where it's like you think about these guys and you're like fucking geniuses uh-huh um made a gigantic impact on music and all that kind of thing right also both of them wrote a lot of shit that's true a lot of shit miles lot. davis lots of shit Ton of shit. Frank Zappa, one of my idols. Yeah. Lots of shit in that guy's catalog. Tons of just bullshit in that guy's Mm -hmm. catalog. Tons of incredible genius stuff. Mm -hmm. But what all those artists have in common is that they do just seem to not have an off switch. It's like a it's like a a, a spigot where the the knob is just broken off. Yeah. It's It's just just blowing out. Constantly pouring out. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes by flushing the pipes like that, you get something brilliant. You get a fucking sometimes purple rain do. in there, a song yeah. in the key of life in there. Then a lot of times you just get dirty, rust, garbage water. Fine. Yeah. But it's clearing out the pipes for something good. So yeah. just go with it. Put your shit out. Try it. Dump it shit do out. Do something. Dump them. I'll have a beer to that one, Steve. All right, man. How about we crack open one here? Get a pool. From the collection of the notorious RDM. Yeah, Good old yeah. Roger donated us a whole bunch of beers in his recent visit to Knoxville, Tennessee. And this is one that I'm very excited to try out. He got us each one here. It is a Lagunitas Passion Grass. Yeah, now this is brewed in conjunction with Shorts Brew. So this is a ale brewed with lemongrass and passion fruit. And because it's a Lagunitas, I just expect it to taste like that delicious, wonderful Lagunitas flavor that we love so much. Yeah. Plus have a little extra something in there. What's that like? Is that treating you good? Oh my gosh, what is that? Is it awesome? It's nice and light and clear it's and real bright light. looking. Yeah. It's only like a 4.6 ABV, mm-hmm. so it should be nice and light. Yeah, this is real light. What's the impressions you get off of that? I'm going to get me a pull here. Man, it is juicy. But also kind of dry. Yeah. I was kind of expecting this to be like no, overly sweet tropical all, yeah. and like sweet and sugary like because of the mm-hmm. passion fruit and stuff. But man, that is... Oh, and the aftertaste is so clean. Yeah. And great. light and citrusy and stuff. I'm digging it. This is actually... You know, that, that uniting Lagunitas flavor I was talking about a second ago. It's interesting because it's kind of only at about like 50% here. Yeah. I, I think I could drink this and still say, I believe this is a Lagunitas. It uh-huh. still tastes like one of their beers. It does. But uh, maybe toned down a little bit. But man, that... Maybe tone loked a little bit. Oh, yeah? Funky Cole Medina. <laughs> 
I'm a huge fan of that. That is delicious. Yeah, it's really good. Could you imagine having one of these after you're done mowing the yard? <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. Who, buddy. This would be one of the greatest, like, porch swing or shower beers yeah. of all time. Also, we should let you know about the February 9th meetup that yeah. we're planning. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, it's a good uh, call. It's going to be occurring here in downtown Knoxville. Yes, indeed. Uh, it's going to culminate in a Skankbanger show. That's correct. My 80s hair metal cover band Skankbanger uh-huh. is playing a show at 10 p.m. downtown Knoxville. And we announced this on the Facebook page, and a bunch of our wonderful Dead and Lovely listeners were like, we should do a little hangout beforehand yep. and check out some of our great local bars and breweries, which we're very excited to share with you guys. Yeah. I'll have like a sound check thing, and then I'll have to go and get ready for the show and stuff, so I'll be kind of in and out. I'll be there, though. Yeah. I'm so excited to to hang and stuff before the show. Yeah. It'll it's going to be fun. We're going to check out some places. If you haven't... Uh, if you haven't been to Knoxville or you haven't checked out some of the places we've talked about, we're going to drop by Pretentious for sure. Uh, check out Postmodern. Yeah. Amazing cocktail yeah. joint run by some bad bitches. Yeah, for real. So uh, we'll put more details up on the Facebook, yeah. but uh, just let us know if you're interested. Yeah, coming to town. we got a couple of people coming in from out of town and stuff to come and hang out with us. It'll be a really great time. And then you get to see Skank Banger and just fucking party your yeah, dick off. So it's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> Steve, I have had another busy week. I've been learning a lot of tunes and trying to get video content ready and stuff, considering we're going to be out for the next couple of weeks yeah. playing music and traveling and all that jazz. But I have watched a couple of things. Mm-hmm. So you remember the other day I was telling you how I started watching through Black Mirror, but I accidentally watched the last episode of right. season one first. Mm-hmm. Went back and watched the first episode of season one where the, the guy has to fuck a pig. Yeah. Wow. Talk about coming in hot <laughs> with your season <laughs> debut. Holy shit. That was fucked up. My God. But you know, at the same time, even though the subject matter is so grotesque, where basically you got this... Uh, high-ranking British official yeah. who, in order to save a, a kidnapped... Is it is the princess? Yeah. Yeah. In order to save the kidnapped princess, has to go on live TV and, and fuck a pig. Fuck a pig. Unsimulated sex until uh-huh. completion is the way uh-huh. it's described. You know, as grotesque and fucked up as that subject matter is, yeah. it's, it's never really handled in like a... I don't know how you'd say it. Like, imagine if Eli Roth did it, where it would oh, just yeah. be this where torture be over porn, the over the top, yeah. disgusting. Like, look how gross this is. Yeah, it's so this is understated more like, the whole time. Yeah, and just it's more like, like the very real. Like, huh, is, that, is he going to do it? Like, yeah. Interesting. And behind the scenes, <laughs> like, trying to figure out ways to fake it. Yeah. And trying to be dignified and like... A dignified way to fuck a pig, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. man. It was... It's a, it's a really good sort of metaphor for up. terrorism. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where you you lose no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't win. No. Yeah, so you either you you go on the most dignified way to fuck the pig. Yeah. Or you don't fuck the pig. Either way, you've lost. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. I found it to be kind of offensive to pigs. I mean, they could have chose any yeah, animal to disgrace somebody with. True. Pig. Pigs are pretty smart, Could've man. Could have fucked a sheep or something. I mean, yeah. I'm kind of offended for the pigs. Yeah, me too. It's like, I oh, you it, think man. I'm that gross? Fine, fuck you. Wow, dude. Yeah. You know what? It's all about looks to you. 
Exactly. All right. So I'm fat. So what? Yeah. I got curves. All right. Oh, it would be fine if it was a baboon. But no, it's a fucking gross pig. Get out of here. Body shaming. Son of a bitch. Exactly. Yeah. No, I gotta I say, I, I'm intrigued. I can't wait to watch more of this Black Mirror and see what it's about. I know, of course, I'm like a million years late to this whole thing. No, it's fine. Get into it, man. It I'm, doesn't matter. I'm on deck. Yeah. It's been really good so far, so I've been enjoying that. I've also been enjoying uh, watching more of Big Mouth. We've been watching more of that. Oh, yeah. And we just watched... Uh, we're, we're into season two now. Uh-huh. And I feel like the show is really kind of hitting its stride. Mm-hmm. You know, the the first season it was really good and stuff. Yeah. I liked it a lot. But like now, as we're getting into season two, I'm like, oh yeah, this show is just fucking great. I yeah. love these characters. I, I love agree. The, the the scenarios and stuff. We watched the Planned Parenthood episode. Man, that one's so oh, good. Oh my god, it was amazing. Wow. It was fucking man. Amazing. That one's so great. Yeah, that's one of those things that I just feel like. Everybody should have to watch that episode. Yeah. And if you seriously want to defund Planned Parenthood, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's what you should do because you won't have access to condoms or birth control. Yeah, you'll have to fuck yourself. You'll have to fuck yourself. Yeah. As you won't be able to fuck someone else without possibly having a child. And you know what? You probably shouldn't have a child. So. Yeah. Yeah. Planned Maybe just stay home and fuck yourself. Maybe stay home and fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I've also been engaging in Mouse Watch 2019. <laughs> okay, I've been here for hours. Yes. I've seen a mouse three times. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. We, uh, as I mentioned in previous podcasts, our, our house is kind of in the woods. Yeah. And it's usually unavoidable. We get a mouse about every it's winter. It's going to happen. This year, I don't know what the fuck is going on with these little bastards, but yeah. I am waging war with these motherfuckers. Yeah. I mean, there are traps, there is poison, the poison's being eating, so they're being eaten, so they're certainly yeah. dying. I've caught some in traps, and I just keep seeing these little motherfuckers everywhere, man. I think I'm gonna start laying out some mouse contraceptives to try to give these things a hint. That makes sense. I'm going to mix in some uh, some some birth control with some peanut butter. Put it on uh-huh. these traps. You some know? plan B. Uh-huh. Yeah. Little tiny mouse condoms. Throw them out there. Little All baby, little, little itty bitty IUDs. I mean, just so just tiny. Little, so little tiny, man. It, instructions on how to insert it. <laughs> I've heard it hurts a lot. Very it does. Uh, from from uh, what <laughs> I heard, did yours ever hurt? <laughs> mine felt great. Okay. My wife has had two. Now. What about having them taken out? I've heard that's that's not yeah. Good. That is where she she did find it a bit painful. Yeah. I would imagine yeah. so. Steve, I got to tell you about the time that I had a mouse scream at me. <laughs> what? This is something I mentioned earlier. The but time I had a mouse. That sounds like, by the way, it's a road the title book. of a Norwegian folktale. Oh, okay. I was the thinking time a road, I uh, had a mouse scream book. at me. <laughs> so this was years ago whenever uh, Kate and I were living in our first house, which is just like a little rundown dump, but uh-huh. it had a lot of charm. Okay. And I had noticed like in our pantry and stuff, there's some like little chewed up corners of bags and boxes mm-hmm. and a little fucking mouse and shit you're and like, stuff. Kate's getting hungry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shitting in the drawers again. <laughs> Shitting in the drawers. Like you do. Yeah, I get it. And I figured out that it's like, okay, we've got a, we've got a mouse in here running around somewhere. Yeah. And this one day Kate was at work 
And I was, I think I was like going to cook some dinner and, you know, again, I like opened up the pantry and I reached for something. Maybe it was a bag of flour or something like that. Uh And a mouse had chewed into it. And I just got mad as fuck. And I was like, all right, it's on. Yeah. It's on. Bring it, mice. Yeah. I'm going to find where this thing's little layer is. Mm -hmm. I'm going to scope this thing out and figure it out. So uh, the pantry at that place is kind of this modular thing. So like I pulled it out and sure enough, there was like signs of where a mouse had Uh been. And it was kind of like next to the refrigerator. And so I'm like, okay, I'm thinking this little motherfucker is is back here in the corner behind the fridge. And that's where it's making its little nest and stuff, right? Uh And so I scoot the refrigerator out a little bit. Give it a scooch. I inexplicably arm myself with a tennis racket. Must. Because this will help, I said to myself. And I shimmy the fridge out a little bit. I take a few steps back and I'm watching uh-huh. like at the corner of where the fridge door is and this mouse, just a regular old mouse, runs out from beyond the corner of the fridge. Oh no. Stands on its hind legs. Oh. Raises its arms and goes <laughs> And I go oh! And I before I knew it, I was at the front door of my house, alone in my house, holding a tennis racket, on, and I got on the front porch, and I went, what am I doing? A mouse screamed at me, and I ran. It worked. Can you imagine? That little motherfucker did it. That motherfucker's head, he was like, whatever, I'm going to try it. Yeah, and it worked. Ran, he was like, "Holy yeah, shit!" Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, back behind the fridge. Back behind the fridge. I guess it was unbelievable, man. <laughs> it, I'll, like, I will never forget the sound that that thing made. It was pretty similar to what you made right there. It was like two octaves up, but it really was that. It stood on its hind legs and raised its arms <laughs> as if to make itself as big as it could, and it fucking worked. That's awesome. Pretty amazing That's stuff. Genius. Yeah, it really is. That's the smartest thing a mouse has ever done. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that it is. I'm pretty uh-huh. sure that it is. <laughs> Steve, let me ask you. been listening to anything good lately? You've been jamming some podcasts yeah, or some tunes or something? Yeah, I because I haven't been watching a whole lot lately, but I, I, I have been catching up. Well, not catching up, but re-listening to some... Uh, episodes of comedy bang bang p.s that beer is great it's great could you imagine how good this would be with a really spicy thai noodle or something i would love holy shit or curry oh my god it would be good i would it uh, it just hit me sorry yeah it's great um comedy bang bang yeah i've been re-listening to some episodes from this past year yeah I listen. I re-listen to a podcast from time to time, yeah. man. That's one of those things that, especially like in times of, of high duress or stress, uh, where it's like, well, it's just kind of like watching like a comfort food movie where yeah, you don't I, need know, to watch I know, I know how it. this goes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I'll just re-listen to episodes of stuff, man. There's uh, man, one thing I've really been wanting to re-listen to lately: is some of those old episodes of Smodcast with Kevin Smith oh, yeah. and Scott Moser, uh-huh. where they were just getting into the Harry Potter movies uh-huh. and they talked about them. God, those episodes are so funny, but now they're only available on, what's that podcast app? Stitcher. Stitcher. Yeah. yeah you have to have a Stitcher sub to listen to them. Yeah. Sucks. And Stitcher's app fucking sucks. Does it? I've it never does, used but, it. But I mean, uh, like I've, I've had it before yeah. and you, you can get access to all the things you want. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's a poor interface. Right on. Yeah. 
So those old episodes have been getting good to you? Yeah, man, they're great. Like, uh, I, I generally listen to every episode the Monday it comes out. Yeah. Um, but, like, I guess I kind of listen to it in early in the morning, and a lot of it doesn't hit. And so I listened to the best of episodes that they had in December, at the end of December, or in beginning of January, and I was hearing some episodes that I was like, I know I heard that, but I don't remember this. Okay, so I, was yeah. just, I went back and just started listening to some episodes that I remember liking. Man, it, it's a real good... They, that show has been going for almost 10 years now. Wow, yeah. And it's still great. Like I've never listened to any of it, dude. What am I missing out on? Everything. You're missing out. You the don't, everything? The all? Oh, my God. You don't even know who Harris Whittles is. Nope. So you don't know to be sad that he's dead. Okay. R.I.P. See? Damn. Bam. You just learned something. All right. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins. One That's of your dude. Man, That's your fucking guy. He's one of the Paul. funniest people in it, all of existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's on that show a lot. Does, is it something that I need to like start back at episode one, or can I just pick up anywhere? You can pick up anywhere. There's probably some running jokes I might miss. Maybe you you catch up on them. I mean, actually, it's been, the show's been changing so much in the past like few years yeah. that uh, a lot of the old characters that have been around from the beginning don't show up anymore so you're not gonna miss any of those big jokes but yeah like the andy daly jason's man episodes there's a lot of history in those but okay. each episode is individually funny you, okay. you get it without knowing context i, have to I mean out. it's an improv comedy podcast so the idea is that everything is new and, and different and interesting each time yeah yeah I've it's been great. jamming a lot of tunes here lately, man. I've what kinda, you been tuning on? I've been getting good on a lot of some of the newer wave of like really hardcore shit, like hardcore punk and hardcore metal oh, yeah? stuff. And, and listen, I'm probably calling all this shit the wrong, stupid subgenre name that all the right. cool, cool kids are using. But um, have you ever heard the band Knocked Loose? No. You need to give them a listen sometime. They are from Kentucky. And they okay. are just a bunch of really pissed off kids playing really dumb music. Awesome. It is just dumb that's, and that's heavy and punk. fucking that's pissed raw. off and dumb. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of it's kind of hardcore kind of stuff. And they have like breakdowns and big chuggy dirty riffs and stuff. Okay. But also some like old school hardcore punk sounding parts. Uh-huh. The singer just sounds like like a, a young dog barking most of the time. <laughs> exactly like that yeah you'd be shocked it's pretty similar to that Mm -hmm. so i've been into their stuff for a while because like so much stuff in metal right now just does not fucking interest me at all because so much of it is like mega ultra produced and polished and shined up and It's like by the time you're done running it through all those fucking plugins and aligning everything to the grid and making it perfect as fuck, basically doing all the audio Photoshop to it. Yeah. There's zero aggression left over whatsoever. Nothing. There's nothing about it that sounds angry or raw or vicious. Right. And so kind of the, the best analogy I can use is like a lot of modern metal now would be kind of an analog to like the hair metal era where everything was polished and shined and mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, hair sprayed up and right. stuff. And then you have like Nirvana come along. Yeah. 
and regrungeify. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And it's like, oh, okay, this is what raw shit sounds like. Mm. That's kind of what a lot of these bands like uh, Knocked Loose and I don't know Code Orange and stuff like that are kind of doing oh, for metal. Okay. But Knocked Loose on their Spotify page posted a playlist that they made that's just called Hardcore Punk. Uh huh. That's just a bunch of stuff from I think it's a lot of their label mates and stuff. Uh-huh. And I've just been putting that on shuffle and jamming it because there is some it up. there is some raw ass shit on there. There's yeah. there's one band that I found on that playlist called No Sir, No Sir. Yeah, that has some badass shit. They have a song on there called. Uh, they only have like one like six song EP out. I think. Uh-huh. There's a tune on there called Worship. Only it's just remove all the vowels, so it's W R S H P. Okay. Worship, and it is hard as fuck, man. It's just a lot of good. Basic, mean, nasty, angry shit floating around out there right now. And again, I think it is completely a reaction to the very polished, um, pro-tooled up stuff that's professional tools. Metal. Yeah, professional tools. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I've been digging that stuff. You're you're a punk man yourself, so maybe yeah. You I I, too. I was just re-listening to uh, the Dead Milkman's Big Lizard yeah. in My Backyard album the other day. Yeah. Well, Hell I'd yeah. say yesterday. Um, and. When I got here, you were listening to Green Day Dookie, I believe. Yep, that's correct, man. And that's correct. Green Day Dookie is such a an offshoot of the Dead Milkman, Big yeah. Lizard in My Backyard. Like, so I I just listening through that again and listening to the like it has such great. Um, I don't know that that. <laughs> That toe tapping punk mm. feel, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, the whole time you're like, "All right, I'm with yeah, this." Yeah, yeah, okay. for sure, for sure. It's good. Dude. Yeah, like you're really into it. Like, um, and I, I just love, I love how ridiculous most of their songs are. Like, yeah, totally. They have a song about uh, <laughs> having having a church on a hilltop. Uh, with Charles Nelson Riley and having an orgy with fifteen girls, like what? <laughs> it just now that's just a fever dream. Yeah, they have a song called Swordfish, but the basically the chorus is "I believe in swordfish." Like, what does that mean? All right, then. So much of it is just, what does this mean? But like, it's also just really great toe tapping punk. You kind of yeah. want to dance to. I, I can absolutely relate to that. I listened to Dookie and Insomniac today. Yeah. For the first time in long, probably long time. months. Yeah. <laughs> in months. <laughs> Update. They're both still awesome. Those yeah. are the records that seriously like made me want to start playing music. Oh, know? okay. And, and it's funny because it's like I've never I've never really gotten to play in like a punk band, but it's kind of a dream of mine to just get together with a couple of friends and put on like a tribute show and be like, let's play Dookie. And can I undercut your dream and say you would maybe suck at punk because you can play guitar? too good yeah like Damn you, it. how would you i'd get real fucked up before the show is the thing oh okay yeah 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 like get just way oh yeah just plastered uh-huh you know what you should do if you want to play in a punk band Tell is me. you should play drums oh that would make it right yeah. it's like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing here <laughs> so yeah yeah that would actually be about right that would be great yeah 
And then I could play <laughs> any instrument. Yeah. Like, our bass would be the best. Yeah, exactly. Like, I just uh, hit this one, I guess, right? That's the one. <laughs> That's how to do it, man. All right, Steve, on today's episode, we are going to be talking about Troll Hunter. Troll Hunter. Which is one that we've had requested uh, many times yeah. on the show. We've and had a I've lot of also requested it several times because it's a great one. It's a found footage mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. heralding from parts of Norway. Yep. We did Dead Snow recently. We've done a couple of other Scandinavian horror flicks mm-hmm. across the, the lifetime of this podcast. Let the Right One In comes mm-hmm. to mind. Rare Exports. Yes, correct. So yeah. we've done several here in the Scandinavian area. But, you know, there's something special about Norway. There's just something magical. Maybe it's in the fjords. Maybe it's in the black metal. Maybe it's in the Lutavisk. But, you know, Steve, as we step here into the preview palace. Welcome to the preview palette. Before we begin reviewing the movie, I just want to share with you here a couple of magical facts that will make you want to move to Norway. All right, Steve, so I'm going to read you some facts about the magical land of Norway, and I just want to hear some of your thoughts about them, all right? Okay. All right. The magical kingdom of Arendelle in Frozen, Disney's Frozen, Uh was based on Norway. All right. How do you feel about that? Does that make you want to move to Norway? Because I didn't think Frozen was as good as everybody thought that it was. I I don't think everybody thought it was good. I think people... No, dude. I know people that thought it was amazing. Did they? Yes. And their kids and fucking everybody. Well, see, this is my theory is that their kids watched it a million times and they saw it so many times that they were driven insane. Oh, so that they, could happen, yeah. It's like in the mouth of madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. you read Sarakane? <laughs> Did you watch Disney's Frozen? Uh-huh, yeah. And then you get <laughs> axed in the face. Yeah. I don't know that that makes me want to move to Norway. No. I don't know if I but want to But it does sound snowman. pretty black metal. Right? <laughs> so, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Norway once knighted a penguin. That does. There's even me. a. There's even a photo. Oh my god! Look that at is this adorable. They're knighting this penguin every time I do. Like, it makes it. me laugh. Look at that little guy. He's a knight. It's adorable. Yeah, that makes me want to move to Norway. What they do you knighted think a he fucking did? penguin. That's what did a he beat do? Awesome. Wow. <laughs> So my was mom penguin. was penguin. Mm-hmm. My mom is continuing her belief that I'm obsessed with penguins. Oh, right. I, I've mentioned this before, yes. right? Uh-huh. My mom is always buying me penguin stuff because she thinks that I'm obsessed with penguins. Because at some point you were like, I think I like penguins, I guess. Uh, no, it was because at some point my, my girlfriend, who would become my wife, got me a little penguin stuffed animal that's hanging out right up there. Yeah. And my mom was like, oh, he <laughs> loves these. So, like, the very first present that I opened at Christmas, yeah. she's like, you got to open this in first. Of course. It is this, like, real... I mean, it's, like, really nice. Uh-huh. Like, I don't even know how much it costs or whatever. But it's this really nice, like, travel cup. You know? It's just, like, a big yeah. cup with, like, a lid and a, a nice straw and stuff uh-huh. that has, like, a big cartoon penguin on it. Oh, man. And Mom was like, it's right? got a penguin on it. And I was like, I noticed. <laughs> wow. Ah. I don't have the heart to tell her, man. Don't. Why would you? Makes for good podcast water. So. It does, though, yeah. I'll just let it keep going. <laughs> All right, next up. Trolls are so important in Norwegian folklore, there are numerous towns named after them. Uh, Trollheimen. 
<laughs> That's what Troll it says. Troll Trollheimen is definitely a black metal band. <laughs> Trollheimen. Troll. <laughs> yes, we are Trollheimen. <laughs> that is fucking metal. Yeah, it really is. Troll Stegen and Troll Hotten are okay. a few towns. I mean, like. There are towns in Norway named after mythological beasts. That's really cool. That's pretty tight. Yeah. All right. Half of the schools and homes in Norway's capital are heated by burning garbage to generate electricity. Say D- what? what? That's dope. Okay. And that's tied in with the next fact. That is, Norwegians are so efficient with their waste, they have to import trash from other countries. <laughs> Send us your garbage, yeah. Where is your garbage? Oh, my home is not being heated. I How need your trash. How am I to listen to Trollheimen tonight? <laughs> I really need to listen to some mayhem, bosom, and Trollheimen tonight. <laughs> Trollheimen. But I am having no electricity. Send me your garbage. Your garbage fuels my black matter. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty sick. Yeah, that's dope, yeah. I'd like to know more about that because growing up as a redneck, I had many a trash fire. <laughs> yes. Many it, a trash it fire. Was, it was in no way productive. No. no. And I did see the massive amount of disgusting smoke those things produced. So yeah. it's like, I wonder. How does that turn into electricity? Yeah. I yeah. assume it's one of those things where it turns a turbine or something crazy. Yeah. Or it makes a hamster run. I was going to say, why don't we just recruit hamsters and set a fire run. under its eyes? Yeah. Run them treadmills all day. <laughs> Generate electricity. Because hey, that's the thing. They love it. They love it. It's their favorite thing, those hamsters. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Norwegian citizens don't have to pay college tuition. Damn. It's a free college. Norwegian I have has to one pay of the college highest... tuition for a house, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And they have one of the highest college completion rates in the world. That's dope. That's awesome. Pretty cool for them. Yeah. Way to go, Norway. I think that uh, there are some some democratic socialists that are trying to make college tuition yeah. free in America. And actually, in Tennessee... Uh, now, yeah. you, you Which is very surprising. College Community college is yeah. free. Yeah. That is wild. As long as you haven't already gotten a degree. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. But that's still pretty dope. It is. It's cool. Shocking in Tennessee to see that. Norway's government hired an in-house philosopher to ensure the country's money is being used morally. Huh. That's awesome. His name is Henrik Seiss. He rides the train to work and wears Snoopy socks. I bet. That's my guy. Look at him. Yeah. He looks sweet and innocent. He kind of... Yeah. You know what that dude's AirPods are blaring? What do you think? Troll hymen. Oh, dude. Yeah. He's On his way to work, metal. he's just like... Yes. Troll hymen. Troll hymen. God. All right. The last peacetime execution in Norway happened in 1876. So I guess that means they're not Damn. a death penalty kind of it's been place. Been a while. Kristoff uh, Nielsen Svartbeek and Grindalen was publicly beheaded, which is pretty fucking metal. Yeah. I don't know if was I... he beheaded for not being metal yeah. enough. You are not metal enough. <laughs> <laughs> Off with your head. <laughs> That's and, awesome. and then as the sword was swinging down, he goes, "Oh, I get it. It is not metal." <laughs> <laughs> he finally fucking got oh, it. Oh, I get it. And then the executioner went, yeah. 
Ja. Das ist Metal. <laughs> I think. He's German. He's A lesson enough. was learned. In Tromsø, Norway, you can actually chase the northern lights. That's pretty dope. That is cool. I would love to see a northern light. Could you I see those not. in Russia by chance? Um, one of the cities I lived in, if I had lived there in the winter, yeah. yes, it's possible. Really? But I lived there in the summer. so Man, that sucks. I would uh, love to see It's pretty dope for me because if I had lived there in the winter, it would have been really cold. If I would have ever gotten to see the northern lights under those circumstances, I definitely would have turned to whoever's nearest me and give them a northern light suplex under the northern Damn. lights. How sick would that be? What? Even if I got northern light suplexed, I would be like, sick! Deserved! <laughs> I get it! This I'm unconscious, great. I have a concussion! <laughs> But really, how sick would that, that be? That would have been awesome. That would be the best. Yeah. That's one of those things, man, where whenever you look at the landscape of a lot of these Scandinavian countries of Norway and Sweden and Iceland and stuff, and you see things like these fjords and these gigantic yeah. snow-capped mountains yeah. and these northern lights, it's like, it's very easy to understand where the mythology came from. Yeah. Very yeah. easy. It's, yeah. It just kind of makes sense, It's easy actually. to get that Norse mythology. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. It's so cool. I would love to see those. During the summer months, the sun literally does not set. Say. It just stays light. Um, yeah, I experienced some of that in Russia. Yeah? Yeah. I've never had like a day that rolled over into a day. Oh, okay. I've never gotten to experience that. Part of me thinks it would be good for me, and part of me thinks it would get bad to me. I don't know. I don't know how I would like that. I remember going to bed at uh, 10.30, 11, and the sun still being out. That's crazy. Waking up and the sun was it's out. Because like I love it in the summertime here when it's like it's nine thirty and the sun is finally going down. Like I love those. Yeah, long that's nice. Summer nights. That's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where it just doesn't go down. It is. It is different. You don't get the experience of night. Like it. You just feel like. I don't know. It feels, <laughs> especially because it was like, it was hot. Yeah. Uh, you feel like it's never going to end. It's, yeah, sure. it's almost as bad as I would assume 30 days of night yeah, yeah, would yeah. be. Where you just feel like this is this is just going to keep happening. I'm going to wake up. It's going to be hot. Like, yeah, it's just still gonna going to be hot. Yeah. So based on these things, Steve, I think that I want to take myself a visit to a Norway. Yeah. I think it seems like a fucking dope place. They seem to give a shit about their people. Also, they have trolls. Apparently, they have a troll. Yeah, I there. just saw a movie recently showed those trolls up close and personal. Well, and it told us at the intro that these are clearly undoctored, yeah. legitimate videos and stuff yeah. that we saw here. So, trolls. Troll Hunter. Now, Troll Hunter, this came out in 2000. Fubbed up gob. Yeah. It came out in 2010. That's what I said. Mm hmm. I know. Thank you for repeating what I Oh, you said. were saying it in Norwegian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 2000. Jeez, it starts, of course, 2000. And then Fr- 10 no, is no. fucked up, Gob. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, this clearly wasn't the first time you saw this, right? No, no. I, I remember it. watching this long, long ago uh, in the era of 2011. Oh. Yeah, it was on a, a streaming service of some sort. I think Netflix. Okay. Um, And I don't know. It just... 
called out to me. It was like, what a ridiculous title. Troll Hunter. It says it's a horror movie. The cover looks crazy. It's got the this cover giant looks troll insane. on it. Okay, let's do it. And yeah, kept me in. And it started, and I was like, found footage? Okay. Like, this was also at a time where everybody would say, oh, too much found footage. Yes, this was kind of during that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, found footage, whatever. And then, like, it's going, and a troll shows up. Right. Like, a fucking troll. Yeah. (laughs) And it looks good. It was good, yeah. And I was just like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it turns to stone, and, like, it it ends with a 300-foot-tall troll or whatever. Right, yeah. It, it, my mind was blown by this movie when I first saw it. It's kind of it's kind of unique because this really could have turned out being like let's say the horror movie version of Spinal Tap, where it's this sure. found footage thing that's just ridiculous and silly. And yeah. you're talking about trolls. Uh huh. I mean, not even what you would consider to be a a serious scary movie staple, no. like a vampire or a werewolf. I or cannot name another troll movie with this type of troll there is of course troll and, and troll, troll 2, 2 right troll 2 which Dave is of course about, favorite uh, and it's about goblins not yeah. even about trolls right 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 yeah 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 but uh, and of course Ernest scared stupid oh well, the, the king of kings but all of those yeah. are small trolls right. we're talking here about these Mountain gigantic yeah. massive trolls yeah yeah and this movie I don't know, man. I, I want to say that it handles the subject matter with a a sense of reverence and seriousness. Yes, but I I think a lot of that's a cultural boundary too because it, it is it is a dry humor well, that's going and on. And apparently in Norway, this is a rip roaring humorous movie. Yes, and here's the thing that like is real interesting to me because like without the context of knowing any of that, yeah, to me. Seeing this the first time, this is this is there is some humor in this, but it's not a comedy at all. Yeah, like the first time that I watched it, I was like, "Wow, this is like a serious." Yeah, they're trying to fool me and think, right? Make me think that this whole thing is like a documentary about trolls. Yes. It but seemed very legitimate to someone from Norway. They get a lot of it, right? It's basically like the moment that the the troll hunter steps on the screen, it, it's Will Ferrell. Right, yeah, like Hans the, that plays, or sorry, yeah. the, the the troll hunter who is named Hans is basically like a fucking comedy icon. Yeah, in Norway. Yeah, every single person in the movie is a comedian. Wow. Everybody is playing a comedic role. So, do you think this is kind of like what we do in the shadows, where even though that's like a New Zealand movie, we still kind of recognize the humor because yeah. oh, they're speaking English and stuff, right? You know, do you think it's kind of like that where we see? You know, Jermaine Clements and, and uh, Taika Waititi, and yeah. we're just like, oh, okay, this is a funny thing, because right. these are funny people. Because we know that they're funny. Yeah, So exactly. they must be being funny. Right. Yeah. But because we don't know any of these people, and we don't know a lot of the cultural references, we just kind of take it as serious. Yeah. And taking it as serious, it's a great horror movie. I know. That's the thing about it. Yeah. It's just fucking cool. It knowing, really is. Knowing that it's a comedy, it's like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, I guess it's 
kind of funny. Yeah, but taking it, funny it as a serious horror movie, it's like, this is great. This is a blast. I'm having a great time watching this movie. That is kind of an interesting thing about it is like, honestly, if you take something like, uh, I don't know, a lot of these horror comedies that we've talked about in the past uh. and strip away the comedy element, like if you yeah. don't get the jokes, then they're probably just boring, dry movies. Yeah. They would be, absolutely. But this kind of stands on its own. It's like, even if you don't really get a lot of the humor in it, which I don't, I'm no. not from Norway. The action is great. Yeah. Yeah, the the story develops the wonderfully. Lore. The lore all comes out. It, yeah. It's all there for you to understand. And then the trolls look good. Yeah. Surprisingly, on a pretty small Very budget. Very small budget, yeah. yeah. Basically, the story tracks a series of college students that are making a documentary about a guy who is apparently poaching bears, which is like a grave offense over there. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there, that is... It seems to be a big part of this that conservation of the wilderness and of animals and things are like a big Serious deal. matter. Yeah. Very serious, yeah. But... If we think about this as a comedy, as it is, then they're like the straight characters. Sure. Like the people who are saying that these, you know, bear poachers are like terrible people. They're straight characters. So they're they're over the top of mm-hmm. where they should be. So I would say maybe what they're representing is there is a conservation effort, a strong one probably in Norway. Yeah. And they're representing this over-the-top version of it. Where, like, the one guy says, basically, if he runs into the guy who's poaching the bears, he'll kill him. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. just way over the top. Like, to to save a bear, he'll kill a human. Mm-hmm. You have to look at it, I guess, from the comedic perspective. Like, how much of this represents their actual culture and how much of this represents, like, an overblown version that's right. supposed to be seen as funny. Yeah. It's one of those things you probably have to kind of live there to get it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much to take serious. But in their effort to try to track down this bear poacher, they end up finding the truth of the matter, which is that all these bear attacks and stuff that they're staging are, or sorry, that they're finding are staged. Uh Uh-huh. And that, you know, this guy Hans that they track down that they think is a bear poacher is actually a guy who is hunting trolls Mm -hmm. on behalf of the government. Yeah, he works. Like he's for a government contractor. Troll Security Service, the, the TSS. TSS. Yeah, and I love the way that that is portrayed. Where it's like he is just basically working a boring government job. Where yeah. after he kills trolls, he has to fill out paperwork. It's Men in Black with trolls. Paperwork. Yeah, that's fucking funny. Yeah, he's it's hilarious. A, a mythological beast. Yeah, he's he's turning it into stone and then breaking up the stone into like tiny little bitty pebbles yeah and then filling out paperwork to yeah. tell what he did <laughs> like, like that is so dry and it's funny. very like dry that, that's one of those things that you could see as being kind of like a a joke that you might see on like the office or something like that yeah it's a dry observational this yeah. is what it would really be like if trolls existed yeah yeah exactly yeah you'd have guys working for the government to control them and when they kill them they have to fill out reams of paperwork and stuff <laughs> pretty cool it is pretty cool stuff it's really funny and this movie takes great pains to i think paint a picture of traditional uh troll lore yeah it does and i'll tell you this ben i investigated some of this 
I wanted to. Found it really I'm interesting. Interested to find out what you find out here. Okay, so the a lot that goes on in this movie is inspired by the art of Theodore Kittleson. Oh, and John Bauer. Who's a? Uh, Theodore Kittleson is a Norwegian painter who uh, he, he painted some scenes that included trolls and other mythological and folkloric stories. Okay, but specifically when. Uh, he asked, do I look like that painting? I was wondering about that. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, that is a reference to a, a painting by Theodore Kittleson. That is called... Is he a Norwegian artist? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's something weird that yeah. rhymes. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> and then John Bauer uh, drew... He did a lot of illustrations of trolls. He was from Sweden. He okay. was Swedish. But the trolls that are in the mine, oh yeah, 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 those are directly like his versions of trolls. That's cool. So it's kind of like when you watch the Lord of the Rings and you're seeing all of, uh, damn it, what's his name, Alan Lee's artwork right. designed for Lord of the Rings stuff, yes. and you're seeing it come to life. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Like they're bringing cool. to life these traditional sort of Scandinavian depictions of trolls yeah. and things. And there's a lot um, of references that, I mean, obviously we just don't get because we didn't grow up around that yeah. stuff. But there's there's even a few in there that I did get, like the obvious Three Billy Goats Gruff Yeah, with the, the bridge stroll. Yeah, the bridge stroll. Yeah, like the best scene. It's a wonderful scene in the movie. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, like, our, our Hans the troll hunter like leads this goat out onto the bridge. Three goats. Three goats, yeah. thank you. Yeah. yeah. And he's wearing that like fucking troll... Yeah, it's like some armor to protect himself from a troll. And yeah. then the troll under the bridge only has one arm for some reason. What the fuck is up with that? I don't know. Yeah. Like, it looks like it was supposed to have two arms, so it lost the other arm somehow. Yeah. Maybe in maybe in one of the troll wars that they talk about they at one point. They do talk about that. That's right. That's right. The troll wars. Troll like, wars. The fact that you can have a horror movie where you introduce the concept of troll wars is amazing. Fucking metal. Yeah. Metal as fuck. And, you know, there's something about that troll armor, too, that I found is really interesting. It also seems to be attached to, like, a suicide vest. Yeah. It, the uh, And I think that those were lights. I think he set that off when he went under the bridge. Like, I don't know if he did. Are you sure? Because like around what? his waist, it almost looked like dynamite sticks or something. Yeah. And when like like after he gets knocked out by the troll and they're helping him up, he uh-huh. says, "Don't Do- touch the red button." Yeah, he's like, yeah. "Do be careful with that." Yeah. Like that, humans wouldn't be bothered by but those lights. But then when he goes under the bridge, there's a bright flash of light, but he didn't yeah. have like a weapon or anything. Which made me I guess assume so, that yeah. that's like he pressed that and it set Blinding off a light bunch or something. Of, yeah, it could I be. Yeah, but you know, Steve, one of the biggest questions that I have about this is why do they go through such great links to keep the trolls a secret? Like it's almost <laughs> again kind of like a Men in Black sort of thing where they yeah. are making a great effort to keep concealed the existence of trolls. What do you think is up with that? Is there any reason for it? Or is it just a plot device? Okay, I think maybe it would be to preserve the trolls. Like, they're actually trying to keep the trolls safe from the outside world. Yeah, but they're also, like, killing them. Yeah, you're right. They, like, he, he, basically his John McClane with uh, uh, Officer Winslow moment 
is him talking about being sent in to clear out yeah, yeah, all yeah. the mountain trolls and killing like the women and the the children and infants, etc. Right. Like, uh, so yeah, they they are using him as like a a force to also kill them. Right. Yeah. I don't know. That's an that's a tough one. I, yeah, I'm like, not really what, sure about that. What? Why? Are, it seems to be kind of a kind of a plot device to me. Yeah, because there's makes no it obvious simpler. reason. Well, it's one of those things where it's just like you know, why do the fucking wizards in Harry Potter have to keep it secret? It's not really. Well, I mean, that didn't Gandalf tell us keep it secret, keep it safe? Keep it safe. He They're did, trying to keep he it did safe. Say that. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. That's true. <laughs> but I do like the efforts that they show. Of how far they're keeping it covered up. Like whenever they yeah. have the people bring in the bear and there's the like fake bear feet that they use mm-hmm. to make tracks. And then the people <laughs> are like, well, he's walking with his legs crossed or whatever. Like right, that, yeah. That, the prints don't make sense. Yeah, like, Thomas, Thomas points that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is interesting. Why try to keep it a secret? Yeah, I don't know, really. I guess if people had to worry about them, you would need to tell everybody. Yeah. But since you're keeping them all in certain areas, nobody has to worry about them unless they go to those areas. Yeah. Well, plus so some why of those, keep like, it secret? you're yeah. talking about a fucking 300 foot tall mountain troll. Yeah. You're not keeping that a secret. People are seeing that. There's uh-huh. no, and they don't have like the memory modifiers like in Men in Black or something. Like, come on. You're yeah. Not, you're not hiding that. Yeah, it's just a plot device. There's really no reasoning behind it. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they really easily could have just framed this whole movie as, we are going to see and follow this famous troll hunter. Boom. Yeah. Done. That's it. Yeah, they could... Everybody could have known trolls existed. Yeah. Because yeah. Hans is also very interestingly willing, especially for a guy who's working for the government, keeping this huge secret safe to be like, oh, your college student's making a documentary? Yeah, I don't poach bears, I hunt trolls. Yeah, come on. Follow me. Yeah, like, come on. Uh, no, no, serious. Come on. Yeah, like... Uh, I want you to see trolls. also really like the fact that they, they dug into one kind of esoteric part of, of troll mythdom, which is their hatred of Christianity. Yeah. <laughs> Not fans. They hate it so much. Not fans, yeah. They smell the blood of a Christian, man. Yeah. You better fucking run, buddy. GTFO. Yeah, and but- if they hear a hymn... Not on board. No, not cool. But their their hatred of Muslims questionable. Yeah, they're fine with Muslims. Not sure. Things. Just like yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, like get that new camera woman and she shows up and he's like, I don't know. I've never. Tried there a is there is a a moment where that huge mountain troll basically makes a choice where he's going towards the girl, the the Muslim woman with the camera. And then the hymn starts playing, the Christian hymn, and he stops, and he sort of, like, looks back and like, forth. fuck this. And then he's like, fuck that hymn. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, if you're Muslim, you seem to be better <laughs> off than if you're Christian. Well, do you know where some of that lore comes from? Let's hear it. Okay, so, you know, obviously, uh, Norway was once heavily practicing the, the Scandinavian folklore, yeah. mythology, and, and all that jazz. And it was converted to Christendom much later on. Yeah. By dubious means. Yeah, exactly. And basically part of the myth was that these trolls that had been part of their folklore forever, they hated the sound of the Christian church bells. And that was like their enemy and kind of their their bane. Yeah. 
was the sound of the uh, the church bells. Of yeah. Christendom. So if you want to be safe from the trolls, you play yourself church. a hymn. Yeah. Yeah, because it makes them real irritated. Like, so that's where that comes from. Apparently, that's ridiculous. What do you think about the special effects of the trolls themselves? I mean, obviously, it's like mm-hmm. that's really where the 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 heart of the special effects of this movie yeah. are in is yeah. those CGI trolls. They're not people in costumes or anything like that. No, they but they look pretty fucking. Good. They do because they they do the smart thing of not showing them too much. No. Using dark light situations. Yep. Using night vision goggles. But then when that final troll comes out, it's pretty high visibility. Mm. Like, it still looks good. It still looks pretty damn good. I mean, especially for the movie as as old as this, it looks pretty sick. I like the designs of the trolls. I like that the first one that we see has like three heads. Uh Uh-huh. Like I said, you got the one-armed one and the, the cave trolls and the huge... What's he, a Jotner or whatever at the end? Yeah, Jotun. Yeah, Jotner. there you go. Really cool designs of these things. And like you said, they keep the camera moving. They keep an atmospheric effect going on. So you never quite see them super ultra clearly. Right. Which I do like quite a lot. I do too. They look it good. does a great job of hiding, you know, imperfections that would normally be visible a year later. And apparently them things be stanking. That's true about the trolls. They'd be stank. They got that troll stunk. That's a pretty direct translation. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I like, too, that it shows that Hans has all these precautions and stuff set up around his his mobile home. Yeah, like, with, like, the troll tails to keep the smell. Yeah. But he also keeps the UV lights on. Yeah. Because he says he can't go to sleep in the dark. Right. Because... He knows trolls. Right. And he has to wear sunscreen all the time. He has to wear sunscreen all the time so he can keep his UV lights on because he can't go to sleep in the dark. Apparently, a lot of the trolls in this flick are rabid. Which yeah. Which is why they're, like, running amok As is Thomas. He gets yeah. rabied up. It's kind of hinted at. And that's one yeah. of those things that I thought was going to take a, a, a bit of a twist is because he gets bitten like really early on in the movie and yeah. he's kind of shown progressively getting worse and worse but it just kind of turns out he has rabies like it's not yeah. like he's turning into a troll or anything like that which I expected that to go somewhere I'm not sure if I've got this right in Norwegian I think to say I have rabies is I have rabies <laughs> that sounds about right yeah, yeah I'm sure pretty right. sure that's what he was saying <laughs> I have rabies <laughs> Did you expect that to be leading anywhere? Like that seems like yes. a plot point that didn't really. I pay did off. expect that to go somewhere. I expected maybe like when the the government men show up at the end that like he just goes like full troll somehow. Yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> like he's a were troll. That were would be troll. Where all right that down. Were troll. I can't decide if that's a band or if that is a song by Troll Hyman. I troll really Hyman, Vatrol. <laughs> Either way, I'm. We are Troll Hyman. This is Vatrol. I think we did split us another brewski here. All right. We keep going. This is one from the collection of our buddy Scott that sent us a ton of beers from New Mexico. This is from Sky Brewing. We had a Sky Brewing beer on a previous episode, and yeah. it was so good. Yeah, it was. This is the Modus mandarina india pale ale it's got some men in suits with oranges for heads on the front of it here it's an india pale ale dry hopped with mandarina bavaria hops and brewed with orange peels this sounds like something that i will like very much it's 6.8 percent 
ABV. What's that smell like? Is it getting good to you? Oh, it smells very it's orangey. It's very orangey, yeah. Is it as orangey as that clown shoes one that, no. that Roger sent us? That no. was like fucking orange juice. That was crazy. This is a bit more subdued, mm. but it's really citrusy. That is extremely citrusy. Yeah. Oh, damn, that is good. We've had two juicy beers tonight. Yeah, no doubt, man. That seems to almost have more of a, if this makes sense, it almost seems to have more of like an orange oil taste right. than an orange pulp or fruit taste. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whereas that that clown shoes one that Roger gave us was just like fucking fresh squeeze orange, orange. juice with hops in it. Uh-huh. This is more like what you taste from the peel. Yeah, more mm-hmm. from the uh, the orange oil. Yeah. It, that bitterness really brings yeah. out that, that flavor to but it. But it's yeah. still citrusy and kind of acidic and stuff. Yeah. It's That's dope. awesome. I I'm like dealing that a lot, with it. man. Damn. Oh, this mandarina. Mm-hmm. I like it. Scott Brewing is doing some real good stuff over there. They're doing. They're over there stuff. skanking it up. <laughs> they are. Horns. What do you think about the way that they tried to kind of science some of this stuff up? Like they were talking about the reasons that I like the veterinarian visits. Yeah, I thought that was fun. And how they can't deal with sunlight because they can't process right. They can't process vitamin D because it turns into calcium, and they then calcify or explode. Sometimes they explode. Yeah, the younger ones explode. The older ones calcify. The the older ones will grow heads. The older forest trolls will grow extra heads. Right. But the heads don't have brains or eyes. But it seems like they can smell. Yeah. All of those things were sort of hinted at throughout. And I, I kind of wrote these things down. Just the, the different types of rules that they had. But apparently yeah. the mountain trolls and the forest trolls hate each other. They fight mm-hmm. by throwing rocks at each other. Right. It is also part of uh, Norwegian folklore that certain like natural formations, rock formations and stuff, are trolls that were like, you know, turned exposed to, to yeah, turned to stone by being exposed to sunlight. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and again, like if you grew up in that area and that's all you knew, that completely makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the trolls are descendants of the frost giants. Of course they are. Yeah, makes sense to me. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I do like that they include a little bit of science in explaining how and why. A little troll science. A little bit of troll science. Yeah. I enjoy that kind of stuff. Now, Steve, did you watch the subtitled or the dubbed version? Man, I watched the subtitled version, which is the version I originally saw, but yeah. I I caught a glimpse of the dubbed version. How's that? It blew my mind. It was so weird to me. Like, I guess because my mind was expecting Norwegian, Mm -hmm. when it first started and they were speaking English, I was like, man, Norwegian sounds so much like English. Yeah. But then the radio started and it was in English and I was like, why is the radio in English? That's weird. Yeah. But then like they were talking again and I was like, right, right. Norwegian. Right. I don't get that. What, what is it? What are they saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I watched the dub version too. Yeah, or sorry, the subtitle. Version. Oh, subtitle. sorry, I watched the subtitle. Yeah, version the dub too. version was so weird. I, I I couldn't stand it. Now this is all kind of interesting because there have been you know legends of a American remake 
yeah. for a long time. Right. Well, Chris, Chris Columbus's 1492 Pictures bought the rights to do a remake. Oh, really? Yeah. And then mm. Neil Marshall, director of The Descent, go back about a year ago, check out our De- The Descent episode. That mm. one was a good one. Yeah. He was attached to direct. Oh. But they gave up on the that's project in 2016 oh so it's not happening it's just not happening yeah that's one of those ones where i'm not really mad about that no i don't see a reason for it because like no because trolls don't, don't make sense to americans yeah we don't have that connection no yeah so uh-huh. for us it would just be like oh why okay is this shark to puss yeah yeah shark to puss yeah. has more of a connection to americans than <laughs> Than trolls, yeah. yeah. Because as Americans, when we think of trolls, we think of like those weird little naked dolls with yeah, the, the long your, fuzzy hair. Your grandmother takes to bingo, on right? Friday night for the luck. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. This is one of those ones that I wouldn't really be stoked to see a remake of. I don't really see a reason for no, it. No, I don't either. I think it would just end up being a way over the top comedy. Yeah, thing if they did. Yeah, and then what would be the use? Yeah. It already exists. Now, in this movie, it seems like the main characters that we're supposed to be following and caring about are these are these college students. Right. Hans, the troll hunter, steals the, the show without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. And he is, again, a big-time Norwegian comedian. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's so hard whenever you're watching foreign movies to, to say who's a good actor and who's not, but there's something yes. about his demeanor and his physicality that... It seems like he's doing a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He definitely seems like he's on top. Yeah. The other people in the movie, I, I couldn't really care about that much. Like when dude yeah. got killed. Oh, I yeah. I didn't really care yeah. all that much. I, they didn't seem to care. Like the, immediately they seemed a bit devastated. But then afterward, it's like, well, I guess we'll just get a new camera person. <laughs> yeah. His kill is cool. It is cool. Yeah. We seem getting like, yeah, them running the away from those trolls in the mine and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That whole scene is pretty neat. It's great. There's not really a lot of blood and gore in no. this movie at all. No, there really isn't. Not I mean, really, no. a, a troll explodes, and even then, it's not bloody gory. It's more like mucusy. Yeah. It's kind of gross. Yeah. It's not really gorier than like Ernest Scared Stupid. No, it's not. Yeah, I, yeah, I would say this is uh, probably a horror movie you could definitely watch with kids. Like, yeah, I think so. There's no like, there's no sex in it. There's no. nothing. There's really extremely no violent. Yeah, no. Yeah, this is one of those ones where even if you don't like super scary movies, you could definitely watch it and enjoy uh-huh. it. It's not really scary. No, in fact, is it horror? Is a question I have for you. Right. Okay. Now this so, is this is kind of a thing, yeah. It's like, what genre is this thing? Is yeah. it a mockumentary? Is it horror? Is it dry comedy? I don't know. Wikipedia lists it as a dark fantasy. Dark fantasy. Okay. Now this is something that I had to do some investigating on as to what's the difference between horror and dark fantasy. Give me some stuff that would land in that dark fantasy category. Um, well, I mean, Lord of the Rings would land in dark fantasy. As it's not just regular fantasy? I mean... What's regular, regular fantasy? Regular fantasy. Like Disney? I mean, like, uh, I don't know. Uh, real dark fantasy is something where uh, there are absolute moments of complete hopelessness where everything seems to be... So never any story lost. is definitely and, dark and, fantasy. And a lot of dark terrible stuff happens but 
Yeah, maybe Lord of the Rings isn't. I don't know. It's got some really dark stuff. It in does. There. It does. I was really I was thinking stuff, specifically yeah. of them walking through the swamps, walking through. Well, dude, all that stuff the at the cave. very end where they're they're walking through Mordor and up that mountain yeah. and stuff. It's like if that's not dark, then holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, and then the Uruk Eye and stuff like that. Would Those you put something all like, really dark? I would put something like maybe Legend in the dark fantasy category. Yes. Okay, so Dark Crystal. <laughs> the sketches. Very weird. Yeah, it is very weird. Yeah. So here's what I I determined I think is the difference between horror and, and dark fantasy. In horror, the threat is always human in some way. So, okay. yeah. Zombies, uh vampires, werewolves. Okay, they're all humanoid. Even yeah. even in cases of demons, it's always demonic possession that is right. the situation. It's Mike not Mike, the actual Jason, demon showing Freddy, up. They're all exactly. Humanoid, yeah. All human. Okay. Yeah. In dark fantasy, that human connection is severed. So, Ooh. okay. Uh, so if a troll is doing the exact same thing that Michael Myers is doing, it's less scary because of course it is. It's a troll. It's not of real. Of course it does that. Yeah. Humans aren't supposed to do that. Okay. A troll, a monster of that sort. All bets are off. Is supposed to do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's so, cool. And then, of course, that making that line then makes for the question of is creature from the black lagoon uh is that horror or is that dark fantasy okay yeah because that's a anim animal human thing yeah. yeah it seems humanoid but it's also completely animal yeah hmm so yeah that's a tricky line to draw it is a tricky line to draw i think this still fits in i think dark fantasy and horror overlap enough that might as well say dark fantasy is horror but yeah, it would be weird if we covered legend on this show, right? But it's like actually, legend is probably I think scarier than this yeah. movie, darker than this for sure. Yeah, never any story is darker than this. Yeah, for sure. This is a light romp of a movie in comparison. To yeah, this. what an odd comparison to draw. Uh huh. Interesting. I hadn't thought about it that way really. Huh. Now, what did you think about the length and pacing of this movie? Because I know the first time that mm. I watched it, it was just such a, wow, what the hell am I watching? This is crazy. Right. It's going mile a minute. But yeah, yeah. watching it a second, third time, it's like, yeah, it's a little bit slow at times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it could, I think it that could be sped up. It's like an hour 40. It I'm is. Mistaken. Yeah. And, you know, again, the first time that you watch it, you don't really notice. But the second time that you watch it, I do think that it's a bit long. It's a little bit long. It could have been cut probably about 20 minutes of it could have I been cut. I think for sure. Yeah. Because especially when you watch it the second time, there are so many shots of just like landscape. I mean, they they introduce a character like 10 minutes before the movie ends. Yeah, total. Like, why does the seismologist yeah. show up? Yeah. Why? I, I get that you want to have like, show the consequences of a Christian being among the trolls but why not not make it the camera guy so that you don't yeah. have to introduce another character near the end like yeah because they pick up her from the airport yeah. and it's like oh you're a Muslim and why, then it's nothing what if they just showed that a troll destroyed a church or something that yeah. would be enough you don't have to make the cameraman Christian 
Right, yeah. Or if you do make him Christian, make him die at the end. Mm -hmm. Instead of just, like, you don't have to have this, a person dies with 20 minutes left in the movie, then this camera person shows up, and then... Ten minutes later, another new character is introduced. Yeah, it doesn't really do ten much. Ten minutes later, the movie's over. Yeah, <laughs> kind of a little bit of odd rhythm towards yeah. the end of it, right? Yeah, it's it's strange. I think that there's definitely some some cutting that could be done here, mm. but at the same time, you know, this movie doesn't really follow a linear storyline. No, like, it's there, not there, supposed to. It's supposed to be a representation of reality. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was just yeah. like okay, some people picked up on this guy doing his job. Yeah. And, and that's about it. Some of the moments that I would think would be cut in a traditional story would be moments where they're just driving around getting information. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And that does actually make it seem more real. That's it makes what I was, was going to say. more documentary style. Yeah, like, I think the pacing and the the nature of the storyline being what it is, which is yeah. like it doesn't really have a beginning or an end. It's just kind of like a segment of a story, makes it seem more believable as found footage because even at the very first of the movie it's like oh this is like cold from 200 something hours of footage right that they, that they gathered very Blair Witch yeah so yeah. it's like if they piece this thing together and it formed this very movie like mm-hmm. introduction conflict resolution three act story right. then, then it should be tighter yeah, yeah. or it should just <laughs> not be a found footage movie yeah you know Right, that makes sense. So the pacing of this the movie... The found footage, I think, though, is is specifically used to make the CG look better. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the found footage is always a, a great excuse to be like, hey, we don't have a huge budget. Right, yeah. So if it looks bad, it's because it's found footage. Exactly. Which does work great if you're working on a tight budget. Yeah, found Absolutely footage. So. Like, that, that's, this is why I like found footage movies, um, and I, I'm not... I've never been one of those people who just upset that more and more found footage movies keep getting made. Like, mm-hmm. there's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. It's mostly low budget. Yeah, sure. And maybe you don't have a full script. Yeah. And you want to just have things play out. But I also get why people are like, oh, way too many found footage movies. Yeah. Because <laughs> there are a ton. I know. And it's like, I feel like complaining about you know the, the pacing and stuff of this movie but that's also just kind of part of the whole genre of found footage it is it's they're like it, all if it was, off a little bit yeah it's like if it was fast paced and there was a yeah. definite story arc and like love interest and conflict right. and resolution then I'd be like oh this doesn't feel like a found footage movie at all like, this feels like a movie movie yeah exactly it's just shot poorly <laughs> yeah it, it, that's exactly it yeah exactly so I feel like complaining about the pacing and stuff, but ultimately I know that if it was what I want it to be, then it would just seem like a badly done found footage movie. Yeah. You know? No, you're right. Not really a lot of soundtrack to speak of in this movie? No. At all? At all. The Other only music is on stuff playing on the radio when they're in the car. Yeah. yeah. Other than the CGI trolls, not a ton of special effects or kills or scares or yeah. gore. I would say... Whoever made the sound that is the the final troll scream awesome. deserves an award. It's fucking awesome. Because it is, it is like metal. It is. It's yeah. like soul shaking. Like very good sound design. It's great. So Steve, I don't know, man. This is one of those flicks that the first time that I watched it, I really, I really enjoyed it, and it was very novel. And like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. 
And then the second time I watched it, you know, to review it as a part of this podcast, I, I did start to see more of the uh, the little dings in its armor. It's got some, just like Hans's truck. Right, yeah. With the big dings in the side. Uh-huh. And gouges. Yeah. And I don't know, I enjoy this movie, but I, I cannot tell you that I am in any sort of like rush to watch it again. Where do you stand on your final kind of thoughts and verdict on mm. this flick? I really enjoy this movie. This movie to me, it's like an it's like watching a great action film. Okay. It's less of a horror movie and more of like what the hell's going to happen next? Yeah. Like <laughs> what tr- type of troll are they going to run into the next time? Uh, it's a real fun time. Yeah. Um it's not scary. No. So For me, I really enjoy the movie. It has its flaws. I don't entirely get it because I don't understand the full context of it. The Norwegian sense of humor, etc. I don't know when it's a joke and when it's serious. Right. But from my American perspective, uh, it's a real fun time. So if I'm going to rate it, I think it's about a six. About a six for you? About a six, yeah. I can understand that. Like, hmm. the first time that I watched it, I think if you would have asked me, I probably would have said something like a seven and a half or an right. eight. Because I was just like, oh my God, like, I had no idea what to expect about this. And it's this seriously treated found footage movie about this really silly topic of trolls. Mm-hmm. And then the second time through that I watched it, yeah, I just couldn't help but feel like it was, like, kind of long. Yeah. A bit dry, uh-huh. or maybe not horrific enough. I don't know, man. This time around, I think whenever I watched it, I was like, okay, th- there's things that could be trimmed here. Uh-huh. There's characters that could be cut out. Yeah. There's, again, not really like a real up and down dramatic story arc, but of course that is inherent in a found footage movie. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that I'm exactly like in a huge hurry to see this movie Okay. Again. But it's it's still good and it's well made and it's interesting and it's unique. So Yeah. I'm kinda torn. So I think I'm gonna toss this thing at uh six. I think Nothing's it's a six. Nothing's right, I'm torn. I'm all oh, Natalie Imbruglia. It's me. Hey, I'm Natalie Imbruglia. I'm Australian. I I'm really Really, pre- was she? I was really pretty in the nineties. I don't know. I might still be pretty. Who knows? Good day. Good day, good mate. Day. Steve, what are they going to be turn, uh, tuning into and hearing on next week's episode of Dead and Lovely? Well, they would probably be expecting The Shining, as we said that we would be doing The Shining but, this month. But fuck y'all. <laughs> no, <laughs> You're not getting it. Actually, we're, we're going to be doing The Shining. It's just that we had to squeeze a whole bunch of episodes real quickly into a little bit of time. And yeah. we didn't want to give The Shining... Uh, a short shrift. No. We wanted to give it all of our might. So we're doing The Shining for the first week of February. Yes. This next week we're doing I Am Not a Serial Killer. Which is way cool. Yeah. It's also a cold weather movie. Yep. Fits into the, the theme and is great. Yeah. I know a lot of people that haven't seen this flick and tell them about it. And I'm like, no, you should definitely check it out. Uh, go forth and watch it. I think it's on... It's it on, on Hulu. Hulu right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So 
go check that out if you haven't already. And uh, if you already have, tune in next week to hear our thoughts on it. Now, in the meantime, where can they follow us? On social media. At Dead Lovely Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Oh my. You can email us at deadandlovelypod at gmail.com. Blur. And on the Facebooks at something blah 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 blah. Dead and Lovely Horror Movie Podcast group some. Just search. You'll find it. Don't You'll be lazy. Figure it out. You'll fucking find it, man. Yeah, you guys be sure to rate and review on iTunes. It takes us hours to make the show. It only takes you a minute to write a review. Oh, Scott Band again. Okay. All right. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. So yeah, go go forth, rate and review on iTunes. Also be sure to follow us on YouTube for new fun videos. On the weekly. Well, you guys be sure to tune in next week for our episode about I'm Not a Serial Killer. We'll be talking to you guys then. You guys have just been so fucking wonderful. Oh yeah? my gosh. Look at y'all. You're beautiful. You're handsome. You're polite. Oh, that's true. All of you have good manners. And we've been dead and lovely. Pick it up. Pick it up. Hup, hup. Bye. Bye. Bye.